What's up? I'm Frank. This is Tom. And, and this, this is, is the, the Frank, Frank and Tom, Tom Show. Please listen. I have nothing to say. Sleek design. Impeccable handling. Gluten-free. Safe for the environment. 100% organic. Naturally made from the best stuff on earth. New improved ingredients cutting down our cancer-causing agents by half. Zero to 60 in 4.5 seconds. A new episode every week. Water-resistant and built to withstand F5 hurricanes. 16 seasons, 422 horsepower. This subterranean airborne wonder of the world. It's so good on the lips. Mmm, try it in all four flavors. A 100% fresh, organic podcast show. Frank and Tom. Frank and Tom. Frank and Tom. Hey everybody! Hello everyone. Frank and Tom show. This is episode fifty. Sunday, 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 November seventh. Wow! Is it already the end of two thousand twenty-one? Almost. It is, Drew. Amazing. It's flying past it. Oh my god! Right, man. We got like a just two months left, pretty much, and this shit's done with. Yep. And um, sayonara. Less than two months to go. Yeah. Uh, You know what? First and first and foremost, this is something that I want. I wanted to start doing um, right off the bat. Is uh, thank everybody because we. I always tend to meander around this uh, towards the end of the show. But first and foremost, thank you everybody for uh, uh, staying tuned in with the Frank and Tom show. We had another uptick in listeners last week, so that that was really cool. Um, But uh, yeah, I just want to remind everybody, you know that. the guys and and I we we pay for the podcast. Um, we're not getting paid for the podcast. So what what we'd like to do is just request everybody when you go um, into uh, you know iTunes or whether it be Spotify or whatever avenue you're listening through, just give us a like and a subscribe, and that's all the love we ask for. You know, mm-hmm. if um, if you enjoy need. some of the positive info we're giving you guys, please hit subscribe on the YouTube channel, go to the Facebook, check out all the stuff, show us some love, because um, that's really the avenue in which then we can pursue some more advertising and other fun stuff to where, you know, maybe we could get some monetary value out of the show. But at the moment, we, you know, we pay for the show to provide uh, some fun, not only for ourselves, but for everybody else too, and we always, of course, want to provide a, prov- a positive, a p- mm-hmm. p- p- positive, p- 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 um, you know. Uh, <laughs> I got my buttons back. Yeah, I got my buttons back. Frank so has um, his I just want to thank back. everyone that uh, that's yeah. a fan of me. Like I'm their favorite one. You know. Yeah. Like they should do a drinking game where, like, anytime I mumble something in the background or, or get, like, if I try to speak or something, like they should do like take shots. You know, you take a drink. So I think it, with anything, I think um, it's gonna be good. Uh, during the week, you know, uh, Tom has like a, an amazing, like, you know, positive outlook on things usually like as far as like, let's get things moving, let's do things. And then he's got some creative outlets and I've got some creative outlets at work and Drew has creative outlets, which which makes all of us just creative guys. So it makes it really fun. Yeah, but cool. um, while pushing ourselves to do the podcast and do, uh, you know, some better things, um, you know. We're we're uh, definitely just stoked to be in here, right? Yes, we are. <laughs> Thank you everybody for listening. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, we do this uh, at the end of the week, like after just probably all three of us busting our ass all week long. Yeah. And then we just take like a good three or four hours on a Sunday. Yep. Just rock and roll, right? Yeah, because it definitely, yeah, absolutely, Drew. It takes more than just the one hour, but no, just along the lines of what you're saying, you know, and like, yeah, it, it's like super funny. Like, oh, thank everybody for you know, like liking me as as their biggest fan. But um, you know, years oh, down the road, it's not like we're uh, what we're. I I think you know what what we're doing is you know this is is a manifestation of you know uh, something that we 
all possibly want to pursue, you know, and that's an avenue in, in whether it be morning radio show or, um, you know, just having a, a podcast, which obviously we have. Yeah, right? It could be an evening radio um, show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah, Midday. but just being able to do uh, this oh, and share the gift of being able to have some banter and bring some entertainment every week, sit down, knock out a commercial. Um, I'm sure if we had more time, I, we would probably knock out about five to six commercials, which would, you know, give us a yeah. little bit more to choose from. But, um, you know, we're all working full time jobs and things like that. But um, I think with the, you know, along the lines of, you know, manifest manifesting this show is is um, a forward progression. And I think with the positivity we bring, it's only inevitable. I agree. For <laughs> I agree. You know, because like, you know, I think it's uh, so I just wanted to kick it off with this. I'm sorry, guys. I always take up the time with a lot of babble, don't I? Um, but that's the point, right? Uh, we I always have to remind the view, the people out there that I'm not a positive person. OK, everybody. I'll well, I hope I, I is it infectious <laughs> at all, Drew? Does it help to hear somebody be positive around you? Fuck yeah. I come okay. here on Sundays to try to recharge with a like with my positivity for the rest of the week. Well, I just got and a by quick. By the end of the week, I wanted to fight my coworker. I got a quick eight for us to go through, and it'll be it'll be real quick. But and uh, off, like all and they're obvious, energy. and they're obvious, and they're things that we always reiterate on the show. But um, mm. along the lines of that, hit subscribe, and if there's anything that we can offer you, please just do that. Hit the little stars. We've already got great little star ratings and great everything like that. But if you are checking in with the show and we offer you something, hit subscribe. Go to the uh, YouTube. Uh, Tom's been dropping some funny little yeah, clips, we're and we're to gonna pick that up. You know, YouTube a little more content. We, you know, we're gonna we're trying to inch towards hopefully in the future, maybe having a a, a video. Yeah. Oh, podcast, yeah, yeah. you know. Look, yeah, yeah. that would be that would be nice. That's the goal. We'll anyway. set up the the studio we're, we're trying in. we're trying to get there. Yeah. So I so one of the funnest things about like kind of uh, what I keep stumbling upon is is this, you know, uh, in this pursuit uh, for myself, I'm in constant pursuit of this um, attitude change, you know, um, and it's not that I'm Debbie Downer ever anyways, but like I said, I've been really trying to not only um, push for a better life for my family, but just a better mental well-being for myself. And um, along the lines of that, you know, is a really important thing, and that's to wake up and um, I think all of us feel the aches and pains of growing older. You know, maybe we didn't get enough sleep the night before, but it's really important to start on a positive, you know, whether it be uh, put on your favorite hip hop song that energizes you. Because um, I, I did that the other day and I, I, I was like kind of blown away at um, while I took my morning shower because I put on like a sick ass track that used to get me pumped before yeah, fucking high school. Yeah, yeah. I did that shit and I was like, oh, my God, this just set the tone that I needed, you know, and then when I got out and I got my coffee and everything was going, I was like, fuck. Yeah, you know, and then uh, halfway through the day, I'm busting my ass and I get some texts from Tom talking about let's be more positive and more fucking influential with our podcast. Yeah. Let's um, let's build, you know, and it's just all around inspiring. Um, and you know, and it's yeah, well, I try to put it out there because I want it to actually happen because I, yeah. I, I, I just like everyone else tend to procrastinate sometimes. I'm not, you know, the I'm not the always the best at uh accomplishing everything i would like to do or we would like to do but uh on that note we really want to try to make that stuff happen yeah so i'm just yeah. trying to put it out there and know? keeping it out there keeping it in i mean i i think yeah. uh you know you can you can think of it kooky you can think of it however you like but if you embrace positive right. attitude if you embrace a positive outlook then you can have a little bit more fun with it and not only that you can start to uh, notice the benefits of it because you know your circle can get as as small or as big as it wants but you know you just make sure you keep the right yeah. people in that he's circle frank, he's got a great great idea of like putting on your favorite hip-hop track but like it doesn't have to be salt and pepper like him, but you can do whatever you want. Right? Like, no, it, it was. It was it like you know. You could do it was, whatever. You want. Yeah, and it was like what, whatever song like, is your favorite. His just happens to be that song. You know what? It actually kind of gets me going too. So no. It really gets, all right. So uh, really though. It's a good shower song, all right? right? <laughs> embracing good, good, and this is something. To wash your hair too. This is something oh, that all three of us can relate to because. All three of us share this gift of artistic, but um, very like 
you know, hands-on pursuit of our, uh, you know, our avenue of making money is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. But we're also fortunate enough to have an artistic way to express ourselves. It, having do, been in the construction field, you know, um, and the three so of us are musicians. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. So, too. what? A part of this positive attitude is, and, and this is something I struggled with for a long time, and I think also it has to do, because maybe it comes full circle now that, that uh, um, and, you know, maybe you guys can vouch for it too, but when you're grinding out and you're learning the trades, it's a lot tougher than when you've um, finally put in 20 years or when you finally got to six years oh, in right. something or when you finally hit this plateau of where you feel like you're an actual journeyman. A journeyman is somebody who can go perform a job by themselves. They don't need supervision. And once you've reached journeyman status, I think you can really start to find some reward in your hard work. Not only like reward, but you can really start to appreciate the fact that there's people out there dying. There's, I mean, I hate to get just so left right there, but there's people out there really suffering. And we have the gift of hard work and we can do it, you know, and and the the outcome oftentimes is something that lasts for years and years and we are able to um take our families by these homes and be like i remember this house you know and yes it does drive our wives crazy and yes you see memes about this type of shit with the blue collar guys and us being like oh i did the fireplace in that house or oh i did the stonework outside this house um, i've been doing that for years <laughs> i point out every house yeah, all the time. You know, but I think for myself, the bottom line is lately and, uh, you know, is is embracing that. Um, and I was a wrestler in high school and stuff, you know, and I was able to um, or, you know, I, at least I practiced with the wrestling team. Dude, I didn't make grades, bro. But um, damn it, Frank. Yeah. What have you? Um, but uh, street cred is Shit yeah, right no, I was a wrestler and I still am a wrestler, man. I'll, I'll throw double eggs all day when somebody punches me in the face. Stay away from um, me. Yeah. But anyways, so, uh, yeah, you know, whistle. it's about embracing the grind, I guess, you know, and, and um, I've been having a really fun time with that, too. But also, like I say, it, it is a struggle and, and I always have to correct myself and watch my P's and Q's and um I'm real, you know, energy oriented. So if I'm like got this forward upward trajectory, you know, I'm likely to keep hitting up, 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 up because that's just, you know, like how it is. But then you do you do hit potholes. You do run into trouble. And um, a, a good buddy of mine I was talking to, he's a contractor and I was talking to him just about business and about being um so this type of mindset, guys, I'm sure you're aware of, or just being yeah. artistic, we, even when we look into it, we looked into musicians, very small slice of us. It's very fucking small slice of the pie. Everybody else is kind of having some other thoughts. Let's just call them that. But um, as far as like being in a positive mindset, pursuing um, the trades, uh, obviously, when you're doing creative outlets like that, you're basically pursuing the avenue of an entrepreneur because you're not going to want to work for somebody forever because you're acquiring this skill set that one percent of the population has so when you're acquiring something that is very special and only one percent of the population has you do have to recognize your value and with recognizing your value comes your positivity throughout the day um so who's the one wait i'm sorry who's the one percent as far as the musicians is that what you're saying well, uh, for I think for us, we fall into a 1% slice, probably even thinner, just in all yeah. arounds, because the three of us not only do artistic things in our work, doing trade work, mm -hmm. but we're also musicians. And, you know, we're we're basically a small slice of people. Oh, so it's very important about, that we share ourselves, Drew. I was thinking about how uh, musicians. <laughs> yes. Like if you're counted as a musician, not there's like you're not even thinking about all the people out there that. That know how to play, and mm -hmm. that's it. And they're not actually being counted. They just know how to play. They're just like people out there that have the skill of anything, yeah. right? Like any labor or trade. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like the lost and forgotten, right? Because like even yep. if you know the skill, like some people aren't doing the trade or or pursuing the music. Mm -hmm. I've got this uh, little article here. From, you just uh, dodge. You just went. You went from that side to the other side. Oh, cool. I was moving your mic for you. Now I can't see you. Oh, that. Oh, that. You're. Well, you can drop the pop stopper a little bit and then look over it. You're like, no, you yell at me Just for like moving the, the thing. 
I'm just going gonna, gonna to lo- leer. Oh, that's a little top. left. All right. So let me run down this list really quick because, of course, I babbled off about it. But I, but the main thing is what I was saying is that um, a key to, obviously, the challenges that I'm presented with and guys like us are presented with is embracing the hard work because it is hard work sometimes. But once you understand your value, then you can also put a pace to it. You know, so anyways, um, focus on the good things. Challenging situations and obstacles are a part of life. So the hard work, it's a part of life. We got to focus on the good things, right, guys? Gotta Real focus simple on those stuff. Good things, okay, That's everybody. Right. Practice gratitude, you know. That's so at the, right the end there. of the day, at the end of the be day, thankful. especially when you're doing something artistic, you can share that, um, so you can be grateful for what you accomplished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're stacking paperwork work and you're freaking slamming through a bunch of paperwork, or you're shooting out emails like a fucking madman, or if you're, uh, you're making phone calls, making twenty more phone calls and somebody yeah. else soliciting phone calls all day, you're then just selling mad, then, yeah, mad, you know, then do. Mad that, crack you know? on the streets. Um, like if you're just like so yeah, if you're pushing crack right now, make sure you're pushing a lot of it. No, Push a uh, lot of that so, shit. But also no, at the end of crack. it, make sure don't you practice gratitude. You know, just be grateful for what you have. I'm very grateful for my wife and my son. Um, but I'm also motivated by my wife and my son to do better and be better. So that's like always an, an important thing, you know. Um, open yourself up to humor, you know. Always allow that in. Um, you know, it's uh, important. You know, Drew fends off a lot of the things that he wants to just break down and cry about in the studio with humor and and it's important and he fights <laughs> no, he, he fights sadness with jokes yeah and Not you know what jokes either. here's here's important you know really bad jokes. we hear this shit steel sharpens steel uh, or whatever you know like our stones can sharpen each other and um you know I wrote this line, you know, a while back and I always, uh, you know, I think it was actually taken off of a a subject line that Tom had had written in one of his lines. But um, I'm it's just like you can take the things that I know and pass them on. I'll do the same. And together we're going to grow stronger. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so spend time with positive people. Um, I think one of the best things for my music and just for. a lot of message that was being put around me was sitting down and doing an album with Tom D. I'd done a lot of music, um, had a lot of content. Um, I'm not really as self-censoring. I think it's important to be self-censoring with music, but when you're Frank ingesting made a lot of songs, yeah, but when you're ingesting a lot of content, maybe sometimes you're not really paying attention to to how awful some of it is and how bad some of these the words. Well, when you go back and listen to it later, yeah. Well, no, no, not not like our music that we made, but but when you're well, ingesting outside information, oh. you know. So when I basically to cut, uh, you know, cut the to cheese. the story is oh. that um, you know when I started recording with Tom is that Tom was real had a real positive message. Um, while being have, having a good underground message that I enjoyed, you know, I was always a fan of like people like Atmosphere and like certain types of wordplay, you know, that that um, that Tom would use. So then, you know, I was always like, hell yeah, you know, this is dope. Oh, the but, three of us um, are gonna write a banger, by the way. But it's important, absolutely. So, and, but it's important to spend time with positive people and stay around positive people, and um, you know. Uh, we were just talking about one of our buddies that's like, you know, super Eeyore-ish sometimes, you know, and he can be fucking downer. But it's funny because I always notice about people like that for myself. I think for myself, they all just have like a like a Frankie barrier. They're like, oh, fuck, it's Frank. I'm going to let my guard down because I can't be a fucking Eeyore around this guy. He's going to fucking... He's going to pinch my titties or something. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to give me a titty twister. And then he's, you know, like, whatever. Hey, what's wrong with you, you baby back bitch? You know, and yeah. um, pra- pra- practice positive self-talk. Um, I've been encountering this um, throughout the work day where, you know, uh, say if you got to get up and down off a ladder, for example, in, in the trade work. So you got to get up and down off the ladder. Maybe you forgot something and you found yourself literally just being like, fuck. Mm. Um, Mm -mm. I got to nip that in the the butt, you know, exactly. You just got to be like, be like, okay, because what I notice is, is that it compiles. And and next thing you know, if I'm if I'm taking this attitude after 13 trips up and down the ladder, I'm like not even wanting to come back after a certain amount of time, you know, so um, just practice positive self-talk is is what that is. Talk to yourself positive. There you go. After doing roofing and carrying awkward shaped boxes up and down ladders and stuff. And then oh, when, yeah, I, when see? I started doing window cleaning, I did that forever. Um, it was way easier. I'm just like, I, I, I don't know. I was on my ladder every single day of my life. Yeah. All day. 
Yeah. And it was so easy after doing roofing and having to carry and almost die. Almost yeah. like feel like you're going to die every day. Well, if you're Too window washing, you could die too. And then window cleaning yeah. just felt yeah, it's way pretty freaking safe dangerous. After Especially that. if you're yeah. like one of those high could, rise ones. I've done those too. And I did that some stuff in uh, San Francisco. That yeah. was pretty crazy. So, but with the last two, it's just identify your areas of negativity. So, it's just right along the lines of that, you know, just identify the areas of negativity, embrace the latter. Like Drew said, yeah, you embrace know, you the ladder. That's, oh my God, you know, I'm I'm so put the rubber band yeah. on No, wrist. you are. You're wow. like you are like you're kind of like a one of those marble statues of the guys from way back when that were really smart. Here, Drew. Yeah, give him you that rubber band to snap himself band. with. Oh, if you ever feel down, thank you. Snap, wear that all the time. Snap, yep. boom. It Here, make you, snap it'll help it. you. Yep. And the last one I got from you guys, this is from Healthline.com, the whole list. You can go to Healthline.com for tips and different things and, uh, you know, stuff like that. Bed, Bath & Beyond uh, coupons are down at the bottom of the page if you scroll down along with the Frank and Tom Show emblem. You know. Oh so. yeah, those those coupons are down there. Yeah, yeah I fucks with cool. them. So they're down there. But anyways, you need to get uh, some towels or something like that, or maybe like some, uh, you know, some sort of essential lotion, uh, bath salts or something. Yep. Oh, yeah. Start every day on a positive lotion. note. There it is. Last one. Boom. And yeah. and I dove into that right off the bat. It's just uh, try to get on top of it. Throw on that song. Yep. Yeah. Man. And keep on. Keep on. Keeping salt, on. Salt, you know? salt. 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 Dude, it I will here. still throw on. Throw on cream. From. Wu Tang. Everything. You would. Me. Like oh, who because like this is something that I though? would put on and then it's workout time. So yeah. like it, it puts this mindset in, you know, I, I think, that, man, DMX, dun, dun, so much dun, dun. DMX. So just think about that, guys. If you if you are, wake up, maybe a little groggy, be, so just remember back to, to something that really gets you going and uh, in a good way. Positive charge right off oh, the bat. I know something we'll in the set the tone. Gets me going in a good way. Boom, 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 boom. I know, right? Oh, oh man. Think, oh, I'll tell you what, dude. Talking about coffee. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Six espressos, bro. That's exactly what I was talking about, Drew. Legal addictive stimulants. Oh, yep. man, just pump me full of it. So did you watch the Canelo fight last night? I watched night? it, yeah. I, wow. You know, because, hey, my next-door neighbors that had purchased the home next door to us a couple months ago, they're really cool. They live down in L.A. Mm-hmm. They live like 10 minutes from the new football NFL stadium. I'd heard it was and, a bit uh, slow, but Canelo was a master. Over. They invited us over for a barbecue and stuff, and we were like, it was cool. I haven't hung out with neighbors in a long time, so we went over there and watched the fight. I thought it was ex- I thought it was a pretty good fight, you know, but I don't watch fights a lot, so I, I wasn't sure if it was slow or not, but I thought it was pretty good. Canelo Alvarez is arguably He's got like four belts. The greatest or he had like six, fighter he had so there many is. belts at the end. You should see the footage. Look at the footage or whatever. Yeah. But uh that other dude is a good fighter too. He's like pound for pound the best. Oh yeah. Oh, the, the other guy was very good. Plant. Oh, Plant. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. I was actually rooting for him because he was the underdog, you know. Mm. And I'm like, I want to see this dude Plant actually stun the world, but it didn't happen. Yeah. No, he didn't. No, go, he got. He got. No he took him down in the eleventh round. Yeah. You know. I, I I did see that. I I had gotten. Well, I didn't. Well, the, the first time he went down, he was pretty dazed, I think, and he, and then the the ref was all. You still want to fight, and then you hear the the uh, you hear Plank go, yeah, like you hear her actually say it. And he's like, all right, and he, yeah. he's like, like fight, you know. The ref gets out of the way, dude, and they just, and then that's when that's when uh, Canelo was just like, yeah, that yeah. was it, dude. Yeah, the guy didn't have it. The guy wasn't there all, enough all the way, I don't think, to be able to f- finish the fight. And then once he took him down the second time. He wanted to actually still fight him. That's what Canelo said afterward in the interview. You know, yeah. He said that because they were ta- they they talked to each other for like for like thirty seconds or a minute at least, like when like hugging each other and like saying stuff to each other. Like you oh, could okay. tell they had mad respect for each other, right? You know? Which that was cool. I like to see stuff like that. You know, yeah. and then uh, and then Canelo has said in the interview later on with the commentator or whatever that uh, he. Uh, Wanted to still keep fighting him. That's what he was telling him. But he was like, no, you can't, dude. Yeah. Fight's over. Yeah. Hey, he was just know, super dazed. He could, he could dude, fight him again. Fight so, dude, last night's UFC. Do a rematch with him. 
I talk about my boy Bobby Green, right? I call him my boy Bobby Green because we're from the same place. We're from San Bernardino, California. They uh, UFC just put out a dope-ass little documentary on the guy. Um, but I do mention him week after week on the show. Bobby got to go to Madison Square Garden last night for UFC and knock out Al Kenta in his, in his hometown on his home soil like a straight boss. Madison Square Garden? This is a dude who taught me arm bars in Twin Peaks, bro. He was at Madison Square Garden last night. Freaking. He used to live on the mountain? No, he he, uh, trains locally. He lives on the backside of the mountain, I believe, like in the desert is what it looked like from the documentary from um, the UFC. But um, so he goes out there, man, and and he is very casual. And Ally Kinta, his last, uh, you know, forgive my slaughtering of his uh, name, but he's like a realtor for New Jersey or something. But anyways, but he's a badass fighter, sick wrestler. But he uh, his last fight was event against Khabib Nagamenov. Uh, oh, you know the okay. master, like the greatest Khabib. fighter in the world, the and gave says, really and literally guy. gave Khabib a major run for his money. I am so really our boy from San Bernardino, honesty, integrity, sodomy, a voice of reason in a time of chaos. Once addicted to methamphetamine and gambling, now I'm addicted to methamphetamine, gambling, and you. Uncle Tom loves America. Uncle Tom is Uncle Tom is America. I'm Uncle Tom, and I'd vote for me. Uncle Tom is not affiliated with the Tom from the Frank and Tom show. The Tom from the Frank and Tom show and Uncle Tom are two different people. Tom and Frank do not know Uncle Tom. Even though they sound alike, they are not the same person. They are different people. They do not have the same thoughts. They're two different bodies. Uncle Tom from State So hometown boy Bobby Green goes out there, smashes him, okay? Makes him kind of look a little silly even. Bobby uh, has a style where he keeps his hands down. And he's got, dude, guys, he's like this. He's like literally got his hands down like this. And you don't want to do that in UFC, you know? This is crazy. And this is a dude who just fought Khabib. Like, anyway, schools the dude, bips him up, knocks him out. I was so stoked. Nice. So uh, Tara and I both were celebrating because yeah we got a chance to roll you with guys him up into a celebrate. We were you celebrating. Guys, you had a couple we, cheers. we were cheersing each other cheers. and and screaming. You know, weapon. yeah, we're fans. Oh, we're fans of the sport. Just you two yeah. watching. So so another really cool thing that happened. Uh, yeah. Just here. So like another really cool thing that happened was uh, you know this guy gets his introduction. Um, Ian Gary from Ireland gets his introduction into the UFC Ian and Gary. and he's got this. Um, a really cool little buildup. I'm a huge fan of Conor McGregor. You can hate him or love him. You know, if you guys don't know Damn. the story on the to the podcast, whatever. If you hadn't heard it before, Tara and I literally freaking flew to Ireland and went to SPG gym, yeah. um, and like met the coach and you know not stayed like, at Conor you know, McGregor's yeah, home. We stayed in Conor McGregor's house. We're basically buddies or whatever. Yeah, but friends now. It's not cool. a big deal, you know. Like we didn't like meet like the anyways. I don't whatever. Think we're having Okay. Show. It was a good uh, experience. I'm a huge fan, and uh, so um, and you know not not a coattail rider. That's all I'm yeah, saying. I mean, right, so, right, right, anyways, right. Ian Gary I makes his debut, right? And and uh, so he comes in the 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 octagon, and uh, he's got this to say, which was just like super dope. And if can write it is oh, so look, I just want to say. That was some hell of a knockout, but Jordan put up a great fight for the first round. For the first time, so in this my guy's life, just getting his ass beat. The first, like, the first moment. Twenty-three, making my UFC debut at MSG. It doesn't get bigger than this. We just shot the world. The Irish are back, baby. Oh, he's coming so back in there with Connor's fury. It's the biggest stage in the planet for a fighter. Tell me, I'm finding the most historical venue in the world. McGregor, Ali, Mayweather, Pacquiao, everybody's far here. So he's like on the undercard. You did it. Listen, Ian, it's it's an amazing opportunity for you to be here in the UFC at 23 years of age, undefeated. Give us your thoughts on how you feel you stack up with the rest of this talent-filled welterweight division. Check it out. Firstly, I want to say a massive thank you 
to the guys at Sanford MMA. So he's getting it. He really was getting his ass handed to him, like the first little part, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But um, he kind of just snaps out of it, pulls a dope move, a straight Connor move, comes back, boom, knocks this dude's out, this dude out cold. It was badass. So, um, but he's his. No, the he, exactly. He's 23, and the way he's he's uh, speaking. Check it out. Right here. Said before me, he stepped in this very cage and he said, We're not here to take part, we're here to take over. And this is the takeover part, too. Good luck to you, sir. It's just amazing to see, like, from young age, you know, like he's already got the the whole whole thing going. Well, I just hope he can last shit for like the last 10 years, exactly. So, there's this picture of him and Connor when he is just a little boy. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, and he's been. Dedicating his life to it, you know, showing just consistency, dedicated his life like to it. He would have been like 14 or 15 back then when Connor was. Yeah, exactly. So like Connor was in his suit shop or something. You can you can just Google this stuff like uh, Connor and Ian Gary. And what about Patty? Uh, it, it'll uh, exactly. What what happened to Patty? What about Patty? Oh, Patty Brimlett. Yeah. So what do you mean? We got the three oh. of these. Or like well, Patty comes in. Yeah, just just now. is a bad mamma jamma. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like two these two guys are kind of doing the same thing for their respective. So get this, Parts Bobby Green, go back to this. I'm glad you mentioned Patty Brimlett. Mm. Patty Brimlett's an up-and-comer in the UFC, if you guys don't know. Bad motherfucker. So mm. Bobby wakes up this morning, posts on his Instagram live, Drew. Oh. He 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 literally, he's right? He's Yeah, he's like making breakfast, looks at his phone and goes, these motherfuckers want me to fight Patty Brimmels. <laughs> like, like, you know, like they hammer his name, like all funny, you know, but like, Brimmel. yeah, or whatever. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but Bobby, yeah, they want, apparently they want to offer Bobby that fight. That's and, crazy. um, which is badass, man. More power to him. I hope he goes in there they and, know. uh, schools a guy that, cause he knows, um, like, I mean, Tara and I watched Bobby Green and a strike force that Fedor Emelianenko was at down at the Honda Center, and this was 10 years ago. Yeah. Bobby Green has, has been around. This dude's been fighting. It's great to see him kind of earn his, his, his way through and be such a badass, um, it, you know, in the UFC and stuff. So, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So congrats. Nice. And then, okay, so then it goes on Justin Gaethje and Mike Chandler. This is the most oh, right. insane fight I've ever seen in my life, yeah. dude. It's the most crazy fight I've ever seen in my life, I need to watch it because, obviously, bro. like, I was at a birthday party last night, and then um, uh, out or out getting food at one point. Both of them were so down to just get bipped the fuck up. Like, they were just down to throw huge shots at each other. Oh. And like very fast, very ferocious people. Michael Chandler's like a little pit bull. Well, that's why I like rough and rowdy. Just crazy, dude. <laughs> then then Rose Namajunas comes. You know she Did defends she her battle. Yeah, oh, so good. she won. Good. And then uh, of Did course Usman just or, or like a choker. What? Uh, it was a unanimous decision, or no, no, it was a split decision. Actually, I think. What? Yeah, even it was a close fight, bro. It was good though. Rose yeah. definitely, I you know, Rose looked like she was the one in control to me. Did you see the fire in her eyes? Um, she's like a ferocious tiger. She's, she she looks like she's leveled up a little bit. I think she openly is in even in her interview. She'll talk about how she mentally struggles with the fight mm-hmm. more more so than the uh, physical aspect. No, she doesn't seem to anymore. She seems much. To have accepted the fact that she's a champion fighter. You know, like mm-hmm. I think a lot of the fighters, they're like is this really what I do? You know, like, is this, you know, like a, a huge part of it is just being like, yes, I am in fact a fighter and I get, anime, sh- you know, like I could get the self-respect shit. Or she achieved like self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who, self- who the fuck? George St. Pierre just recently said how he was always really, really scared and hated the fight. Loved training, hated the feeling. George St. Pierre oh, hated yeah. the feeling he got before the fight. Cause somebody else mentioned it in a press conference recently and, and they were like kind of running him through the mud. Like, Oh, and you're scared and it's like no no it's not like i'm scared it's just that you know nobody really likes to fight especially like how violently the fights well, turn one guy out who you know literally like I, i'm pretty sure quit the ufc during the fight he was like i don't want to get up yeah i don't want to get up and they were begging him to get up right you know keep fighting keep yeah. going keep going keep going and yeah. he's like don't no no done we're yeah, like sometimes the of a fight yeah after like uh you know in between rounds he's like nope Calling hey. it, call it. You got to call it right now. Yeah, call you're it. getting the shit punched out of you, oh. or you know, like uh, he never came back to fighting again. I don't think so. I think he stopped fighting. 
like in the tournament style, I'm like wrong, when, wrong. when we were doing the jujitsu stuff, the tournament style was really tough because like you would have a really, really long match sometimes go into overtime mm-hmm. and then you're expected to just have a really short break and then fight another guy. And then you're like, oh my God. So you don't just fight one person, you know? So what in the same day? Yeah. Oh man. I couldn't end up get, fighting three. I couldn't get hit in the same fat lip. Yeah. Like well, no, in the jujitsu tournaments, it's really violent, but you don't punch. So that's good. I'm still getting a fat lip. Trust me. Oh, you would. For sure. Dude, this fucking dude I was training with, bro, he straight ripped his pec muscle. He just ripped it. It was so gross. It was like, like fucking looked all Mm. weird. Yeah. It's not good. I don't like getting punched in the ear. I think that's a shitty feeling. And also standing in freezing, freezing water. This was years ago, though. Yeah, I don't yeah. think anybody likes this is one of those things either. Completely I mean, normal too, stuff, Drew. It's like getting yeah. a, an elbow yeah. in the ear. No one wants to get punched in the ear. That's 100% relatable. Mm-hmm. And standing, standing in, in a, freezing cold water. And a, in a cold creek. I'm glad you mentioned that, yeah. Drew. Well, it all depends on what the temperature Shit. is outside when you're standing also in Also cold. Creek. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. if it's like 120 outside, that might feel yeah. really nice. Also cold, though. Outside. The air's cold, the water's it's getting cold. Colder every and day. you're in the middle of this thing and you can't get to the shore quick enough. You can't get out. Mm-mm. What are you going to do then? Sounds like one of the dream Drew must have had last night. Mm-hmm. Was that uh, your nightmare? You know what? I don't remember a lot of my dreams. Can we talk about dreams? I don't mm, remember no. a whole lot of them. Nobody really. And every time I do become lucid in my dream, I, I snap out of it. I panic. I have like a panic attack in the dream and go, oh shit, I'm alive. Ah. And then I wake up. That's interesting. Do you have anything else interesting you want to let us know? Oh, okay. In the mind of Drew? Uh, Giraffe, they come from... Have you ever uh, seen What Dreams May Come? Love it. That's a a, a great Robin Williams performance. Um, Have you ever seen seen Lucid Dreams? So I don't think I'll probably ever watch it again. How many times have you seen it? I've probably seen that movie about three or four times. What yeah, I've seen it a come. good solid like good handful on the hand. I think I'm good hands. on it ever again. It's a great flick, know. though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cuba. What Goody. is that freaking... What is that uh, movie, damn it? Um, the movie on Lucid Dreams that's like part uh, uh, cartoon. Um, s- oh, with Keanu Reeves? Waking Life. Oh. Have you ever seen Waking Life? No. I don't know if I've okay. seen it or so not. Okay, so if you are having this issue, right, Drew, with your dreams, uh-huh. watch yeah. Waking Life, please. Okay. So in this movie, this guy... Watch me in the right is, direction. ...is going through this... Um, it's really good, dude. It's... Uh, so... Basically, it's about that. It's like tapping into your lucid dreams. Right. And then and then when you like approach somebody and you're like, um, you know, if you have the ability to for the moment to possibly recognize that you are inside your dream Mm -hmm. and then um, furthermore, like accessing the lucidity in our dreams and, and like maybe turning a 15 minute nap into like this two hour, what seems like this crazy expedition in your mind, but you're only sleeping for a little bit because of this, right. like, you know, the lucid mm-hmm. dreams things. So anyways, waking life's a really good one. It's dope. It's basically, it's a really trippy mm-hmm. movie. It's actually kind of a better listen than a waking watch in my life. opinion. Um, because like, as far as, the animation it was um because it's like half animated but it's real people so it's this weird thing yeah 20 year old film um yeah it's wow. it's a really good one though on on lucid dreams and stuff okay. like that so sure um right. but uh, yeah no if you wanted to talk about dreams i actually yeah. it's one of my favorite subjects because there's this point of time when i was so i'd watched this waking life movie um i was living down behind the dam i was you know in my teens i was a little bit younger but i was also taking some mushrooms every now and then you you know down in that tent behind the dam no 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 i had a house so it was dope yeah thank god thank god it wasn't the tent days no (laughs) so that was when you you lived in a tent outside your house yeah in voe valley of enchantment yeah. yeah yeah so um but uh Anyways, no, I, I like, uh, you know, I think a lot of us kids up here, we were, you know, we would take some mushrooms on the weekend and stuff like that. But a part of that yes, was kind of like this uh, desire to expand that knowledge like and to expand the idea of, of you know, the sleep world. I think a lot of it, too, was coming out of this thing, like I was saying, is, um, you know, uh, like I was in the grind, you know, I was in, in this crazy apprenticeship to where I was busting my ass, helping these 
dudes do tile and like so i kind of wanted a little bit more expansion you know i was like fuck man it's i can't really expand if i'm busting my ass every day maybe my expansion has to come while i'm sleeping you know so i got really into the idea of lucid dreams i got really into the idea of How having far did you a get? deeper sleep did you, um, get, did you go deep I mean, yeah. so no i did remember deep well what? so no you get to the point to where you can so frequently deep. Um, you know, access that point at least to where you're you are approaching people that are in your dream and saying, "Hey, what's it like to be in my dream?" Um, ninety percent of the time, your dream will fall apart at that. Megan, point, my girlfriend, you know? sorry, said sure. last mm-hmm. night. Yeah, yeah it'll, it'll completely me she go had away. Dream last night, yeah, and then she sense. goes, she said that she uh, she goes, "I'm dreaming." Like to her coworkers in yeah. the dream. It goes, I'm dreaming. And there and she went off and did a bunch of things because she could, because she was right. in control. And then came to find out that uh like at the end of this, you know, they're like, No, you really are not dreaming. You're not and she's like, Oh shit, this is awkward. Yeah. In oh, the yeah. dream though, right? In the dream, right. Oh, they're like, gosh. No, you're not dreaming. Yeah. We're telling you this is real life. And she's like, Oh shit. Yeah. To like jump I around. She's like, like I no joke. She's like, I just broke it in someone's yeah. house. No, no joke. The other dude, <laughs> well, last week I had this dream. So I've been I've got this big job. I've got a lot to account for. I've got an employee to pay, things like that. Kick eight. And um got two. so so yeah, exactly. Wait, I'll I'll have two or three or seven. Correct. Um but anyways, but uh, so I've got everything laid out to where I know what's what. I'm on top of it. I'm okay. But I go to sleep. And then in my dream, I'm in the house with this dude that's working with me. Oh, and you're just still like... And we come across an entire huge fucking area that we have prepped. It's been prepped for tile work. You know, it's been prepped for mud and shit. But we're like... Oh, wow. But we, we, we didn't account for it. You know, we're like, what the fuck? So in my dream, I am just like... Dude, I have accounted for everything in this job time and everything else. I've gone over it six, seven times. What the fuck is this? I can't believe this. So I wake up a little stressed even. I'm like, oh, my God, you know, but I'm then I'm like, thank goodness, because obviously I don't have this extra amount of work, but I just dreamt it and it was hilarious. So (laughs) but back here. okay, let's rewind back to the lucid dreams part and how fun that can be, because when I was exploring with it, but I had a little bit more time too, you know, a little bit more kind of mental freedom being younger. I didn't really have the responsibilities and i think the hallucinogens might have helped with that expansion a little bit too i it wasn't those nights that i was doing the mushrooms by the way because usually you don't really sleep you just kind of stay up all night you go to sleep but it it was it was the mindset that that allowed me to get at a younger age and um you know kind of bury some specific things and just be able to uh go into the dreams like i was saying you know and um uh, with me in dreams, it's kind of really crazy too, but I will, I'll go down this Avenue and I haven't talked about it on the podcast at all, but at a very young age, um, I would have these crazy night terrors, they would call them, you know, but I was like crazy, crazy, you know? So like dreams have kind of always really interested me because of, uh, this became this really strange focal point in my life, which kind of sent me down this really weird fucking Avenue to where my parents were taking me to preachers instead of, you know, like maybe, I don't know. Exorcists. Yeah. Essentially that was it. And I was told at a very young age by preachers, in fact, that I was possessed by demons and not possessed, but suppressed by demons. So I was told this shit at a really young age. And so it goes along with these dreams. Why I would obsess about dreaming and finding a better dream space. Were they able to get him out? Well, I stopped the night terrors at a certain age, but I guess it's normal. You know, Uh, a lot of kids have night terrors. I had some night terror type stuff. But I would just scream at the top of my lungs, you know, like a psychotic, like a psychotic. I do that from time to time as a grown up. I I have done. I haven't done it in years and years. It's like my one thing that I do that's weird when I'm dreaming is I I yell out loud if I'm scared. I just go, ah. So a lot of that was I was coming out of that. I was coming out of this whole crazy situation and it was a total mind fuck growing up. But then it led to the idea of of having this expansion with that. And then, uh, yeah. Again, waking life, guys. I know that, you know, mm. to harp on something, I'm always giving you an author or something, but waking life is a great one, especially for dream expansion. When, when I was a kid, I uh, used to always have the same nightmare when I was, whenever I would, I would get sick, whenever oh, I would get like, man. have a fever. I, when I was a kid, I had like quite a few fevers, but like, uh, there was this one time one about I had a really high fever and I started hallucinating at my house. I was like seven or eight years old and I started uh, 
making no sense. Just saying like, and I don't remember this. Yeah. But I was having this crazy. It was a, it was a terrifying experience. That's mm. all I remember. And it was like tra- it was like traumatizing enough. I think to where I still remember it. And then after I, because after I came out of that, I had a high fever, like 103 or close to 100, over 103, you know, and uh, caused me to start hallucinating. And yeah. like my mom wasn't home, but my dad was there and like my two sisters, my, we didn't have a bathtub when I was a young kid. We just had a shower and my grandparents lived up the street. They had a bathtub. So I remember my dad like ran me up to my grandparents' house to put me in a bathtub of like cold Try water. Try to drown you, huh? Because he was like super... <laughs> Worried about me, dude. Were, and I had this. He was uh, sick, but he was sick of you. I had shit. this nightmare that time, and then after that, every time I got sick, I would have this same nightmare, you know. Or That's sometimes, and then sometimes I would have this other dream where I was fl- I was riding my bike, and I went off the side of this big hill by my house, and instead of going down it you like went, you, you would, I kept on the going trees. over it, yeah. and I kept getting higher and higher above the same neighborhood I live in, and, it got and it, that and would scarier. always freak me out, dude. Yeah, and then you'd wake up and those, because you yeah, think you're going to well, fall off the Yeah, bike. but those types of dreams, there's certain dreams that I remember as a kid, but like that one nightmare one was always terrifying, mm-hmm. but as an adult now, I always am in control of my dreams. I don't always remember them, but when I do, it seems really? like I'm always in control. Yeah. You pretty much can do and what you people, want? people, well... I never you know you're like, dreaming things and bad things don't happen that much to me there's been times where like like something negative has happened in my dream or like something like heartbreaking or something in the past like in the past you know like but you know that and then you got to think about it it's like well this has to do with my like insecurities or like this this is deeper than just like me having a dream oh, there's no. like something else going on well you I should probably try to book, correct this dream book. but I think over the years I've gotten to be uh, more and more mature and, and um, to understand life a little more and and uh, my wife Shooting. and everything like that and then get become more and more content with things as I start getting older and then it seems like now most of the time my dreams are, are pretty good when I remember them or are you ever rich? I can control them I'm never like no one yeah. can ever like no one can ever like beat me up in dreams no one there's been people who try to attack me in dreams oh you <laughs> actually just like fucking fight invincible off. badass I fight them off yeah hey but there's a, but I know you guys have had these dreams where like yeah, you can't. you're trying to get somewhere or trying to Ugh. get away from and somewhere and you're just like slow motion it's like molasses dude slow so frustrating like half the so you can't sloth. yell for help yeah. like a trying to get out we've all we're all with partners or trying, trying to get to the place you want to be at we all gotta like, wake up with the one we love how, how have you or your other, I know for both Tara and I, over the course of 16 years, we have absolutely both had a dream that the one that our partner has left us the night before. Um, have you ever had that? I've had that those types of dreams multiple times, or I've had dreams where my wife cheated on me. Right. Oh, no. She, yep. But well, I, don't she's, have I think she's like had the cheating anymore, dream about me, the cheating dream. Uh-huh. But she told, but mine's, I'm different. We're just different. You know, she wakes me up when I stop breathing. Like last night, she said, I just stopped breathing. Yeah. Sometimes I just, you got apnea, bro. Yeah. Take care of yourself, true. Just uh, start gasping. Sweet baby boy. Out of nowhere, I'll just, just stop breathing. My dad's always had that. He takes medication for it now. He did have one of those. He did, I think he just takes some, he did take some medicine for it. But yeah, but I think, uh, you know, my, my wife, Ariana, and I have been together for like close to 15 years. And there's been, we've been through hard times, just like every other couple, and Bizarrely. good times, and tests, and stuff. And then it's built our relationship and trust with each other. And I think that, like, you know, now I never have dreams like that. But when we were younger, when we were younger, I, sometimes I would have dreams like that. But it was always like, that's all in my mind, you know? And it's like, nowadays, we're just so comfortable with each other, I think. Yeah, I think, you know, what's really fucked up about any human. You just reminded me of something that that I'm a victim. Uh, Well, I'm not a victim. Fuck no, I'm not a victim. Yes, you are. But unfortunately, you can allow that kind of, like you said, that's all in your mind. You know, like, is that it can become this thing. Like, uh, it was a couple years back, and... and, um, I remember when Tara had it, she was like, you left me in the dream, you know, and it was like, it's hard to shake, you know, for like the first part of that that morning, you know, kind of upset. Yeah. With my, right. I've had heartbreaking dreams where they like, they stick with you for a little while, pretty like days and days. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that before though, Frank, where I woke up and said the same thing to my wife that that Tara said to you. Yeah. 
just like, oh man, it was like kind of no, but no. So you I did. I had the same thing happen. Um, it was just a few months back, you know, same exact thing. And it was a brutal dream. It was brutal to me. It was not cool. And it was just, you know, Tara and I, we talk a lot. Well, I talk a lot and, and she ha- is polite enough to listen to me babble like a fucking maniac so all the time. The same thing with me. Um, but um, great listen. And, you know, like she's like a saint to me for that, you know. But but what I also consider that is I consider that communication and, and it does swing both ways. I'm there to listen to her also. But I feel like we have a great communication. And in this dream, she had fucking cut me off and she wasn't talking to me. And it was like. I think at this point in my life, I don't even know if there would be anything more frightening to me than if my wife just stopped talking to me. I'd be like, I I would just I, I don't I had that same dream where they or like whenever your your uh, your partner leaves you in your dream, they're always heartless in the dream. Right? That, yeah, that's because right. you're like you know that's no. all in your own mind, right? You know? Oh you know, yeah, I'm sure that people have had those dreams be be you know and their spouse oh. or. Whatever her partner actually was cheating on. Next him, and that's thing why you know, you're dreams, outside their house and she's oh, married. Like, she's got kids <laughs> in the rain. Just no, they always seem heartless in the dream. <laughs> well, I that can be real life her. too. They <laughs> where, yeah, they see you. They look at, at out the window too, and they flip you like, off. And you're in your in your dream. You're going like, I remember I've had yeah. them losing. You're like telling them like, yeah, why are you doing this to me? Yes. Why? And they're just looking at you. Yeah, they're flipping you off. They don't even care. They're just crazy. They don't even care in the dream. They're just like, I don't even care. It's totally. You're right though. It's like you. It's like you're looking at you though. You're looking at you. Yeah. Creepy. You like suck. But then you're like, get off my grass. Like, I don't want to look too deep into this dream because it might tell me something I don't want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I switch my dream? Well, over no, to I like told you guys about my white room thing, right? The thing that I do, um, you know, walk it. If, if, if I have some time for, for personal meditation, it's something that I can do. I actually, that's what I call it too. I actually freaking, you know, you could call it whatever, uh, you know, uh, gay ass thing you want, but I was taking an Epsom salt bath. I want to put this image out there. It was pink that. bubbles, okay? It was that. nice, I'd good, that, just good. Yeah. So I was taking an Epsom you salt. Your, exactly. Some pains sometimes, especially when it's cold. Yeah. So just the other night, though, I did this uh, meditation, mm-hmm. and it's always good to, for for myself to do this little meditation, and it's a real easy one. And you don't have to be a guru, and you don't have to be, you don't need help to guide yourself into it. You just need a few breaths and a little bit of calm, and try to take yourself there. But what it is basically is you, you just kind of. Uh, uh, you know, put your mind at ease. You walk yourself into what I, what I use is a white room. Um, you can walk into a crystal room. You can walk into a golden room. Whatever it is, just make sure it's kind of a vibrant, really special place for you. Put yourself into that room. Um, sit yourself down and um, really wholeheartedly invite what you feel is your problems. Now, this is just you dealing with you. So obviously, whoever walks through the door um, and in this room, there's going to be some doors. That's that's the other part. Right, guys. OK, so um, is because because you have to allow your issues to come in. And and um, one this is the craziest thing. The first time I did this uh, exercise, um, I walked in the door. OK, I was I was in a good little meditation. I was just hanging out with myself and I'm like, OK, I'm going to try this practice. I'm going to see who walks through the door. And when I was really just me being real with myself and I'd lined up and I wanted to, I had a, what I thought was a lot of weight on my shoulders and shoulders and a lot of stress. Um, it just turned out to be me walking through the door and it was all my insecurities and everything else. I was, you know, it, it really flooded me. And it was a really simple practice to really highlight that because I wanted um you know, say I wanted my mom to walk through or I wanted, uh, you know, somebody that I was upset with to walk through. I wanted a problem that was, you know, what I thought was an outside problem to walk through those doors. But when I was really real with myself, it was only me. And it was like, you create a problem, you know, like you create a, an, an issue more so than it needs to be, you know, uh, whether it be myself just needing to simply let go sometimes. You know, because that's that's the best practice, too. You don't always have to be so wound up and involved in it and stuff like that. Um, You know, and I think, uh, you know, along with those dreams, maybe that's what it was trying to teach me, too. But I'm still bad at it, man. I think most of the time I always try to look at a dream if I have it. And it's like no matter what it whatever uh, kind of dream it is, I always try to look at it as like it's trying to tell me something. There's some sort of like hidden message that your brain is letting you know. Right. Sometimes You can try to think about. A lot, Your of old brain. I, a lot of times I forget my dreams within minutes of waking up, or I just don't even remember. Yeah, same, man. It sucks. You know? I I don't remember about 99% right now. 
mean, I don't know what it is. Maybe just the pot, but something like that. Yeah. But I don't remember my dreams. So no, uh, I, I lose them all the time. Again, dude, once in a while, give waking life a try because that gives you like this pathway mm-hmm. to to access more moments. You oh, know, right, 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 right. So, so, but it, it's, happen. it can teach you how to be incremental though. It's mm-hmm. not just, it's not just some like, Oh, you gotta be like this, bro. Don't, don't fucking be lame. Uh, it's, it's more of like a tutorial as to, um, you know, uh, giving you some steps and, and to, uh, yeah, access those things, man. I, like, I think yeah, dreams lately, can be so fun too. A couple seconds of a dream. That's it. Yeah. Oh, like who doesn't love here. like a badass like, dream where happening. you're like flying and it's like there's legit always, and it just feels those, great or something, you know? There's always those dreams that you don't want to wake up from sometimes mm-hmm. where they're just, and then it's always like too soon when you wake up. It's always like, man, I always wake up from the best ones, you know? Or Do you ever like think that. to yourself in the dream, I hope I don't wake up from this and then that wakes you up? Yep. Yeah, instantly it'll yeah. snap you out of yep. it, you know. You're like, oh damn it. Well, I've yep. definitely had dreams where I've actually been dreaming within my dream. That's crazy. Oh, That's dope, dude. Where I mean, where you wake up and you're like still, and you think you're oh, awake. Oh yeah, you wake up and you yes. think you're awake. Right. Awake, yeah. And you right. fully think you're and awake, your, but everything's yeah. kind of weird. Just mm-hmm. like in a movie, like yeah. when yeah. you watch that, it's I've happened. had that yeah. happen. That's like, crazy. Like, I think well, I'm that's awake. a good lucid dream. And then Tom. you wake up and right. you're like, I was asleep. Yeah. You know, but you're or, still sleeping. Yeah. Or there's or there's always those ones where you, if you ever get a chance to take like a random nap. Are you guys ever yeah, in like the, the same house that's like, like kind of like an ideal house that maybe was from your past? That's like a that's like pieces of different places. Yeah. Or is in that there. just me because I grew up in so many different houses? Yeah. Same here. I've been in a lot of different places. I've had like that, so like there's this uh, ultimate like a different room. This weird like seven story house that I always go back to. <laughs> well, that's in a, a trailer se- park. <laughs> you lived in a seven-story cool. house. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. it's like a. You no, know, I don't really have dreams from any homes I ever lived in as a kid. It's been too long, I think. But I can't, dude. I can't even tell you the last time I even had a dream. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember the last dreams I've had. Wow. Yeah. Same. That's well, I know crazy. recently I. Was... But I think that I just have the thing. Like is, I said last week was that is, one. I'm a, I'm a light sleeper. Out. Oh. I wake up to subtle noises in the I middle of the, the night. Same, yeah. Um. And so a lot of times, like, I just don't remember my dream. Do you guys run a fan? Use white noise? No. White noise is really no, good for I that shit. I always wake up right around, right before 6 a.m., like almost every yeah. day. Yeah, I'm and the I just same. wake up it's bullshit. with no alarm clock or anything. No, I like it, though. And even on my day, like today <laughs> I woke up at 5.30. You know what the funny thing is about daylight savings? If everybody didn't, you know, everyone... Realized. We set we our thought it was 6.30. No, like I always, just like every year, I always remember it's daylight savings time, even the night before. But then I always wake up in the morning and forget. And, forget. And, I, and like this morning I woke up and I looked at my phone, it's all... 5.35, I'm like, all right, I'll get up, you know? So I'm like, because I like enjoying those And it's a nice sunny mornings. morning yeah. already? No, I get up and I'm like, and I just hung out and was watching something on Netflix and uh, for like an hour. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's daylight savings. You know, I forgot. It, normally it's, it's an hour later. Well, either way. Uh, the reveal was nothing for me. I just walked, I saw my microwave said, said like 9 and then my phone said 8, so... Yeah. Mystery solved. But wife and I, we cheers the night away to the fights. Mm. So and we were just happy to, like, to have. So the you extra guys were hour. like, like into the night. You guys were just cheering. We were, we were like <gasps> stoked. Like just yeah. her and I. Like, you don't even two person party. How many times they the the, the yep. mugs cheers cheered me. together? Yeah. Well, me. hey, here's something cheers. that you learn from hanging out with cheers. rock stars, though, is that. Every time you pour yourself a drink, you cheers. And you cheers to something, whether it be in your head or you just say simple cheers to us. So it's important to cheers. I learned that from from all the rock stars. Yeah, I guess that's just a rock cheers star Cheers to uh, so. miniature pepperonis. That's what I would cheer to first. I mean, if that, that's your thing, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you that would probably be one you keep inside, Drew. Min- you don't want to de- like introduce that to the whole room unless there's some awesome miniature pepperonis, like miniature slice, mini slices. Yeah, hey, I'm thinking like mo- I just mopped. It could be good. I no, just I great. just swept and mopped my house and I miss that type and, uh, of stuff. I'm a vegetarian. With my wife and I, like, hey, it's clean, pets. and we cheers. And you cheers. Well, yeah. No, you celebrate hey, all the victories. Know, like, I just cleaned Get your out roses, the refrigerator, homie. honey. Yeah. I think it's important cheers. to celebrate wow. all the victories, yeah. you know? Yeah, everything, big um, and small. Yeah, big, small, mm-hmm. uh, in-betweens. Yep. That's why I celebrate. 
See, I talk about positivity and all that shit, but I even still within a podcast, I will find myself uh, grinching out about you have have your negative things. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to wear the rubber? Um, I'm a multifaceted individual. That's your rubber band. I don't want the rubber band. You tell Drew to put his rubber band back. My the way I run my brain is like a giant rubber band that's always smacking myself. I I would punch myself in the face if I didn't love my face. Slaps himself across the face every time. Like I'll smack the shit out of myself if I keep talking. Sometimes that's sometimes that's how he gets the road ragers away from him. Yeah, I'll fuck myself up. Psychotic and just walk. Like I was saying, the lady last day, I was like, get away from me. I was one step away. From socking myself in the face, right in the teeth. I was right gonna knock myself kisser. the fuck out right there in the middle of the road. Right if I kisser. do it to myself, they can't do it. There's nothing you can do can about you it, buddy. And then your tr- and your truck just launches off Done. the hill. Done. Tacoma, gone. S- off the highway. Motion in the I'm air. KO'd by myself in the slow middle up. of the road. Damn. Here we are. Holiday season is upon us. Oh, it's not Thanksgiving is creeping Everybody up. I guess it's shits. upon I mean, people. if you celebrate holidays, some people don't. Some people in my own family don't celebrate holidays. But if you do celebrate holidays, mm. and, you ha- and you might want to start saving or planning for some gifts, you know? God, I got to um, save and plan for everything else. Yeah, and, just because uh, of the deliveries too, right? creative stuff. Or if you know anybody that makes stuff, you know, maybe you can buy, like... You can get some natural stuff or, you know. Get your order into 21 Grams Leather Goods. There you go. Stuff like that. 21 Grams Leather Goods. 21 Grams. 21 Grams. I have a friend of mine. Lifetime. A friend of mine, she makes amazing. Heirlooms. Heirlooms. Heirlooms, yeah. What does she make? She makes amazing soap. What does she make? The most amazing soap. by the girl Tom knows. So, uh, you know, something like that. You know, find Uh. someone that makes something natural and buy some (laughs) gifts for your family. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... I would Here's buy, not, to about buying holiday season is local. Yeah, buy local because Damn, corporate the America is uh, always trying to get you to buy all their stuff. But if you buy it local, buy from small companies, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't always have to spend a ton of money to do so. That's what I'm saying. It's the thought that counts. Boom. That's my old, good old friend, the crow. That's the crow. Who would have decided want to join us? A yeah. bean rice and cheese, like a frozen bean rice and cheese rosemary. I would take. I mean, well, with a little bow I on mean, it. What was this one? A little bow on it. You frozen. Know? Oh, there's booze. Oh, I mean, well, maybe fresh from the day. I guess you'd have to rush down there. Are you talking about on Christmas? Yeah. Hey, this corporate America. Yeah. Oh, come on, give him a chance. True. Am I fired? Are you booing me? Yep. Damn it. What about Tom? Thank you, everyone. What about Frank? <laughs> and Drew? America's okay. Man. You just gotta. You gotta watch what you say on this show, Drew. You get canceled Ooh, got, fast. We call it what? we call it boozled. Yeah, boozled. You'll well, get bamboozled. The, ones that, the yep. corporations that do the canceling <laughs> won't cancel me for complimenting them. Now, will they? You will get canceled. Well, maybe like you know, you're thinking like the Coca-Cola Corporation. They invented uh, Santa Claus, right? Enjoy Coke. I love that slogan. Yeah. Enjoy Coke. You know so. I mean, that, there's that, but I like Thanksgiving, so we, you know, get out there, start preparing for the holidays, mm-hmm. get yourself some uh, enjoy some green. yummy food. Yeah, if you can, I, you know, I like if you can, I like you know, do what I you think can. It's a great time of the year. Get it? I think it's probably I, the know, best. Got to try to be a little conservative this time of year on your money and everything. Right. Because uh, it's an expensive that, time of year. But we gotta just keep on working. Just keep working. I'm gonna get twerking and jerking, as we call it. Yep, and we'll um, see you all God, next week. Just like always, thank you for joining us. Wow. Uh, we talked about it. We wanted to. Uh, and we t- we are gonna let Drew come back next week. Yep. And we're gonna what? throw a, we're gonna throw a song at the end of today, guys. Oh, cool. And this yeah, is we, sh- we talked about that. Yeah. We did. Well, I mean, we <laughs> talked about a lot. We did. We talked about the soundboard, and we, we talked did. about adding some right, of the yeah, music. Yeah, we were just being proactive so on that. Here's so a here's Aerosmith. Here's a fun little ditty Tom and Frank did a, a couple years back. This one's called Straight Rider, off nice. an upcoming release, and uh, we've never showed nobody this song. So have fun, guys. Thank Good night. No budget. Picked up the motivation, pain in the bad, now found the slation. Played this shit.
shit like we already made it. Rock shows in every nation. The station's getting fuzzy. You're like I'm on every one. And I'm just barely starting. The hardest thing in the garden. Most of these ego money driven fucks. Yeah. Yeah. Drop their mics and retire because I spit hot fire. You're barely lukewarm, man. Stuck in the storm, man. I'm feeling the warmth of the red hot sun. Just let the track run. I'll let you know when I'm done. Then we could light up this blunt and forget about where it is that we came from. Think about where we are going without ever knowing what might be. All I know is you're too busy to fight me. And I also think you really think that you could outright me. Not likely, bro. Keep trying, though. Say it nice and slow. You're not on my level. I'm a straight brother. Unfolding, I wrapped it, and now the story's unfolding.